Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrow with News and Views from the Nefarium on Thursday, April 11th, 2019. The month is half over, tax time ahead. Um, and I want to remind everybody we do have vid chat tomorrow afternoon, evening at 6.30 U.S. Central Time. As usual, I'll be in the chat room early. This uh, vid chat will have the questions that were submitted with the one that I had to cancel. Uh, due to some bad storms in the area previously. So if you sent questions in for that, I have archived them. Uh, if you haven't got your questions in, go ahead and get those in. But we do have vid chat tomorrow evening. Now, I want to turn to a very unusual, very short article. In fact, this is probably one of the shortest articles I've ever done a news and views on. It appeared in the Xinhua News Agency yesterday, and it was... Uh, shared by Mr. B. And um, it's one of those articles that I really had to stop and doke out the implications because there's lots of stuff going on here. Some, some think of it as Farrell's Law. The shorter the article, the more important it probably is. <laughs> and if that's the case, the shortness of this article and the information in it is in my opinion, a real bombshell. But I'm going to read the whole thing to you and then tell you why I think it's such a bombshell. Um, the title of the article is Senior Chinese Official Calls for Healthy, and I love it, Healthy Development of China-Britain Ties. And whenever, whenever the power elite starts talking about doing things in a healthy manner, you know, it's like, it's like uh, your doctor telling you, well, you need to be healthy, <laughs> okay? Um, this one this one is so, so unreal. The dateline here is Beijing. As I said, it's from yesterday, and I'm going to read the whole thing to you and then give you some high-octane speculation and implications here. I think this article is a bombshell. Could be wrong, of course, been wrong before, but this, is, this one's important. Beijing, April 10th, Yang Jiechi, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, I don't know Mandarin, a member of the Political Bureau of the Communist Party of China's Central Committee, in other words, Politburo member here, on Wednesday called on China and Britain to ensure the healthy and stable development of bilateral ties. Note that word, bilateral. Yang, also director of the Officer, Office of Foreign Affairs Commission of the Central uh, Communist Party Central Committee, made the remarks during a meeting with visiting British Prince Andrew, Duke of York. Yang spoke highly of Prince Andrew's efforts on promoting China and Britain exchanges and practical cooperation and called on both sides to implement the important consensus reached by top leaders of the two countries and promote, quote, the golden era, unquote, of bilateral, there's that word again, relations. He said the two countries should actively promote the building of the Belt and Road Initiative. The healthy and stable development of bilateral ties, again, serve the fundamental interests of both peoples, Yang said. For his part, listen to this one, British Prince Andrew said Britain was devoted to promoting its golden era relationship 
with China and the British royal family was willing to play an active role in promoting exchanges and cooperation in various fields with China. And that's the end of the article. <laughs> okay. Now, folks, there's so much. Pardon me, I've still got the bad sinus problems, folks. There's so much going on here that I don't even know where to begin. Um, but let's start at the beginning, because as we've seen in recent weeks, the May government, the government of Prime Minister Theresa May, is in deep, deep trouble because it simply cannot seem to get its Brexit act together. It has been facing an almost open revolt in her own cabinet. There were talks just a couple of weeks ago about a cabinet mass resignation. And she has lost a number of crucial votes in the House of Commons on her Brexit deal lately. So her government, I think, is in tatters. Her leadership uh, ability and, and ability to get this done seems to me to be hanging by a thread. And the EU is balking now, wanting to give extensions on it. In other words, play this out as long as possible to keep Britain in the EU. Meanwhile... <laughs> The royal family is is over in China in the form of Prince Andrew, Duke of York, and he's saying that the royal family is going to do everything possible to play an active role in promoting exchanges and cooperation in various fields in China, unquote. And the Chinese aspect of this, you'll note, is emphasizing that bilateral trade. So I suspect here what the signal is, is that the royal family now has stepped out of its traditional mold of, quote unquote, not being publicly involved in politics and is saying that they are going to be involved in pushing Britain into more cooperative trade agreements with China. All right. And I predicted that as a result of the Brexit vote, you would see a, an attempt by Great Britain to revivify the Commonwealth. And there has indeed been a bit of that discussion kind of quietly occurring behind the scenes. Then you had that curious meeting between Queen Elizabeth II and the vice premier of the previous prime minister, David Cameron, in Buckingham Palace, at which supposedly, according to a story that was leaked in the British media, during that meeting, the Queen asked, can you name three good things about the European Union? And I concluded, and as did many others at the time, that the royal family was not terribly happy with the way things were going in terms of Britain's participation in the European Union and indeed wanted out. And now we have the royal family going over, talking to a Chinese Politburo member, and the Chinese Politburo member is dropping the word bilateral no less than three times into his article. So in other words, it appears to me that the royal family is pushing ahead, like it or not, with some sort of bilateral trade agreement with or without the EU with China. And we've seen the same thing happen with Italy you'll recall, and I've blogged about that this, uh, this week, as a matter of fact, you see the same thing happening with Italy that concluded this memorandum of understanding during uh, Premier, uh, Premier Xi Jinping's recent visit to Italy. 
without, again, any reference to the EU whatsoever. So in other words, it appears to me that China is taking advantage of the chaos, if not in attempt to actually drive some of the chaos and the meltdown of the EU and conclude deals with the nations of the European Union individually and bilaterally, which spells very bad news for the EU. Now, this active involvement and this double reference to the golden era of British-Chinese relationships, that also, I think, has and carries big implications because I suspect that the phrase golden era can be taken as a message that they are shifting the financial system and the basis on which this bilateral trade between Great Britain and China might occur. Number one, gold will be involved. China, of course, has been buying up lots of gold, and there have been persistent rumors for the past few years on the Internet with various analysts stating that they will try and reinstitute some sort of gold standard. We've already seen bilateral quasi-gold arrangements emerging between Iran and India, between China and Russia, and so on and so forth. So I suspect that that might be one implication that's hovering behind the scenes here that they are talking about in terms of trade. And the other is gold, as I pointed out in some of my books. Gold is also code in the international criminal marketplace, so to speak, for drugs. So the golden era, let's recall, of, of Sino-British relations, of course, from the British perspective, was the 19th century and the massive drug trade that was carried on with China and pumping drugs into China. And that, of course, was conducted principally by the British and some American uh, family interests. So I'm wondering if this reference to golden era is also some sort of concealed or coded reference to a new sort of... Uh, gentleman's agreement from the highest level, so to speak, a representative of the Politburo, a representative of the British royal family, uh, to control or uh, negotiate new structures in the international drug trade. I don't know. It's been rumored in this country for many years, of course, that the royal family itself was involved in that drug trade. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if it's false. You know, Rumors swirl around the royal family all the time, and I suspect most of them are, are probably untrue because they're so rich and powerful, they don't need to do any of that anyway. But I do think this is very, very interesting that they're talking about gold, that the British royal family now has decided in the weakness and vacuum, power vacuum of the May government to, to decide to take an active role in all of this. In other words, the royal family is now directly involved in diplomacy, folks, and that should tell you something right there. Traditionally, this has been done, the Home Office, the Foreign Secretary, and so on and so forth, and for the royal family now to openly declare, and in a Chinese news venue, no less, this is a very subtle almost unnoticed, but very huge, in my opinion, very huge break with tradition. And it's an indicator to me that the, that the British royals definitely, 
probably want not out not only out of the EU, but definitely in <laughs> on the Chinese Silk Road. So this is one to watch, folks. And you know that that last statement from Prince Andrew really kind of shocked me. This is not your characteristic declaration about anything political from a member of the royal family. And for this to have been done, that's sending a major signal. That was not accidental. And it's a, not only a major signal to the Chinese and to the European Union, it's a major signal to the main government as well. Uh, that in the absence of action on the part of Parliament, the royal family is going to step in, exercise crown prerogative, and get things done. So that's my reading of the situation, folks. You may have a very different reading of it. Uh, I do think this little article is, <laughs> is very, very important, something to watch for the future. And if, if I'm correct, then we're going to see more of this sort of thing happening between the royal family and Chinese officials. If I'm not correct, then, of course, this is a one-off and we can forget about it. So time will tell. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views. Don't forget, tomorrow we have the vid chat uh, at 6.30 U.S. Central Time. I'll be in there early. Uh, I've already got archived questions, and please get your questions in. Don't forget the new book, uh, McCarthy, Monmouth, and the Deep State, is on, uh, out and available on Lulu. So I'll see you all on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.